And then you have DJ Stewart. And DJ Stewart, while I would not feel comfortable saying DJ Stewart should be an everyday player going into next year, despite how well he played in the 58 games he played down the stretch in 2023, what I thought DJ Stewart earned was a spot on this roster. And he clearly did, because not only did the Mets tender him a contract they've already agreed to a contract so we don't have to play the projection game he was projected at 1.5 million he agreed to 1.38 million so david stearns gotten it done saving about a hundred grand on dj stewart good job out of him the key though is this and i remember saying this in late september so i feel consistent about it dj stewart earned himself a chance to be on this roster in 2024. I don't think the 58 games, as well as he played, Now I was actually surprised about how solid defensively he looked in right field, but obviously the offensive production is what jumps out at you, 840 OPS, hit 11 home runs. Again, only did it in 58 games. So showed you a hell of a lot more pop than Daniel Vogelback, and he's an outfielder, which this franchise can use. I would not feel comfortable penciling him in as, let's say, the opening day left fielder in 2024 or the opening day DH in 2024. You need a bench, and that's your left-handed bat off the bench, and that's your, hey, he's a fourth outfielder. He'll get plenty of time between Starling Marte never being healthy, between giving Brandon Nimmo day offs, which hopefully it's not a lot, but he will get one occasionally, to whoever they sign or acquire to play left field not playing every day, DJ Stewart still got a chance to get plenty of at-bats. But I thought he earned a spot on this roster, not necessarily an everyday role. So we'll see how David Stearns handles it. But I'm glad DJ Stewart's back. The guy earned it. I remember when he came into spring training uh, last season, I don't think any of us took him seriously. We kind of viewed him based on his resume in Baltimore and said that's a quadruple-A player. And maybe he'll turn out to still be that. But in the opportunity he was given in 2023, the guy flat out performed. So DJ Stewart's on the roster. Then you have the five guys they got rid of. We started with Daniel Vogelback. They got rid of Jeff Brigham. No big deal. I think we're all fine with that. Sam Coonrod, we barely knew you. See you later. Trevor Gott, disappointing. Yeah, disappointing. I mean, I guess we could rationalize Gott could be Drew Smith in terms of, well, here's a relief pitcher. He's 31 years old. He's had a level of success. I thought in the first half of 2023 before he got hurt. So if you look back at his April numbers, he pitched well. But he comes over to the Mets, does not pitch well. So I guess you could try to rationalize, ah, with relievers, maybe Jeremy Hefner could fix him. But overall, he was not good for the Mets in the 34 games he pitched in. So no harm, no foul. Trevor God's gone. That was a waste of money. Because remember, the Mets took on a bad contract that they immediately got rid of in Chris Flexen to bring him in. And they traded Zach Muckenhern for him, a left-handed relief pitcher who we barely saw at the major league level in 2023. So it turns out to be a waste. A waste in that, we'll see what Muckenhern ever turns into, if he turns into anything, and a waste of the Steve Cohen financial might because eating Chris Flexen's contract turned out to be nothing. And then you've got the big one, the one that I'm very mixed about, and that is the end of Luis Guillorme. Luis Guillorme has not only been a guy that I have had major trouble pronouncing the name of throughout his Met tenure, he was wildly famous for catching a bat with one hand in spring training. Isn't that what it was? It was a bat. I don't think it was a ball. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, that was a bat. Caught a bat with one hand. That was before he was ever a major leaguer. 
And he's also a guy that's been in the Met organization for a long time. He was a 10th round pick all the way back in 2013. So he was with this franchise for a decade, made his major league debut back in 2018. And I think is a serviceable piece off the bench. He's a brilliant glove at third base, at shortstop, at second base. He certainly, if he played enough, which he hasn't been able to do the last couple of years because of injury, especially in 2022 when he was morphing into an everyday player before his injury, he'd have a chance to win that utility gold glove award because he's that good. And so seeing him gone, I'll tell you why it's sort of disappointing, but then I'll give you the part where I understand. It's disappointing because he's a useful baseball player. Like He's not much of a hitter, obviously, and didn't hit a lot last year. He showed more of that in 2022. Remember, he became like the left-handed platoon at third base with Eduardo Escobar. That was happening before he got hurt. And he actually was a respectable hitter in 2022. But I, I love his versatility and his ability to defend at a high level. Because if Brett Beatty turns out to be the everyday third baseman, and I hope he gets better and better defensively, having a Luis Guillerme off your bench coming in and supplying that kind of glove is very valuable. If the Mets go out and sign Justin Turner, and he's their third baseman, and Justin Turner at this age is not exactly Brooks Robinson defensively, it's good to have a guy like Luis Guillerme off your bench. Where he becomes replaceable is the existence of Ronnie Mauricio. Luis Guillorme was the only guy that could play shortstop on this team. And that was a part of his value as well, even though Francisco Lindor almost plays every inning, every single season. Having Mauricio makes it so that you don't have to have that backup shortstop on your roster. Now, Mauricio is an everyday player, which we hope that involves a lot of movement if a Lindor got hurt in the seventh inning of the game. But I think the existence of Ronnie Mauricio makes it easier to not carry Luis Guillorme around. I kind of hope they bring him back on a cheaper contract, which I guess is a possibility. Certainly when you non-tender a guy, it is. But that one's a little bittersweet. I like Luis Guillorme. I will miss him. Yeah, but here's the problem, right? And I, and I, do, I understand we have, you know, attractions to certain players for things they've done. Guillorme, I think, is definitely a fan favorite, so I'm probably the outlier here. But at some point in time... You also need to build a bench that's not just fil- filled with one-dimensional players. And last year, that was a huge issue. You had a one-dimensional bench on every spot, whether it was Vogelbeck, Guillorme, LeCastro. You go in the, down the list, they do one thing. Narvaez or whomever the backup catcher was, they do one thing and one thing well. And they don't even do it that well. That was a problem. Guillorme's defense took a hit last year, and that was bad. And then plus, there was the lack of offense. You need to have a more, like DJ Stewart coming back to be more of a bench guy, being a fourth outfielder. I feel like his bat was decent enough that you can play him defensively and get a, get him some at-bats, and it works because he's not just as, again, one-dimensional player. You need to have a much more, um, you have a, need to have a stronger bench. And I don't, I don't think we need to sit here, and I don't need to have a, a bench conversation today, but in the long run, that's kind of what keeps your team going. No, it's important. I agree a bench is important. I do think that Mauricio, even as an everyday player, allows you to not keep a guy who's only there because he's a glove and is a backup shortstop. And I agree. That was a part of the value that Luis Guillorme had, that he was the only true backup shortstop on the roster. I'll just miss him because I thought he was good. 
because I thought he was effective in the role that he had. Last year, you're right, though, was kind of a down year for him. He missed a lot of time due to injury, was not as brilliant defensively as he was the year before. I think we saw the best of Luis Guillorme in 2022, and unfortunately, that injury he suffered, I think it was in August of 2022, maybe it was July. I'm trying to remember the timeline on it. That seemed to kind of alter his med career. That was the hottest streak of his career before he got hurt and has really never been the same guy. Could I uh, just get one more, for the record, proper pronunciation of Guillaume? Luis Guillaume. Did I do that correct? I don't know. <laughs> I already forgot. <laughs> Guillaume. I don't think I got his name right until the very end, unfortunately. But I always enjoyed watching him. He was a solid Met.